Welcome to part three of our five-part series on the Senior Living Marketing Success Podcast. I'll be honest, this is my favorite episode because I love follow-up and I love seeing the results from follow-up and people really get excited about this step because once they start following up with speed and frequency, they will immediately start to see results and you see results without any more additional ad dollars. This is why I absolutely love follow-up because you can start to see results very quickly. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to Senior Living Marketing Success. This is another episode in our series that's all about trying to build a system that is repeatable and a system that works for senior living marketing. Uh, As always, Dallas Ship is joining me. Dallas, thanks so much for jumping on this podcast. Thanks, Luke. Excited to get into this one. This is a good one today. This is a great one. This may be my favorite of the series. Uh, This is something that, that I'm passionate about, that I love all about follow-up you're also really good at it so that's why you like this (laughs) thanks uh i i think this is an area if you don't want to spend any more money on ads but you want to increase your occupancy think about your follow-up how many times are you following up you got to vary your follow-up is it email is it text is it voicemail is it call is it home visits what do your follow-ups look like there are so many parts to this well and and the other thing too so i'm so we're talking about the funnel that we're building out this week right so the last episode we talked about how to drive more traffic into your funnel this is the next step right this is how do you take that traffic and convert it into booked tours and the key is follow-up the fortune is in the follow-up i don't know how many of you are you know, follow folks like Grant Cardone. That that's his that's his line. He likes. Uh, if you don't follow him, you know, if you're in sales, you need to follow so follow folks just to encourage you and also get you know get some hacks. This is one of his. The fortune is in the follow up, and it doesn't really matter what industry you're in. If you don't follow up often, and you don't follow up the right way, you're not going to do well in sales. Now, with that caveat. Most of you in senior living probably need to have somebody either in-house or you hire someone uh, like us to do this part for you because you simply don't have a big enough team to do this as well as you need to be doing it. Most of you, right? A lot of you are even in places where you may be the ED and the marketing director. And so you're having to put out fires in the community all day and you have to give tours and you're expected to do all of this follow-up that we're about to dig into, you need to, you need to talk to them about getting some help because um, this, is, this is absolutely, every step of the funnel is important. This one is maybe the most important because you, can, uh, yeah. you, can, spend, you can spend time and money driving traffic into your funnel, but if you don't connect that traffic to a book tour, you're wasting time and money. You're losing time, you're losing money, and, um, and you're losing residents, right? Because they're going to the people yeah. who are following up. So there's two main parts to follow up, speed and consistency, right? Or frequency, yep. right? Maybe, maybe yep. that's what I should, you have, to be, you have to be fast and you have to be frequent. I like alliteration, right? Instead of consistency, we're going to say frequency, right? So you're okay. fast and you got to be frequent. So fast. Um, we live in a in a fast moving society, right? Yeah. People want to be helped right now. There's a reason why fast food is a billion multi billion dollar industry. People want things; they want it now. 
There's a reason Amazon is what Amazon is now. Love them or hate them, they are, they are the animal in the industries, right? They, they dominate that because they're fast and they're reliable, right? So yeah. when somebody, let's paint this picture by the way. When somebody comes onto your website and they fill out a form for the pricing information or they book a tour, right? But let, let, let's stick with the pricing info for right now or whatever information you have on your website. Pricing works, by the way. But they download something on your website and they're asking for more information. Be honest with yourselves. How long does it take you on average to follow up with each one of those leads? And if you said more than five minutes, you're not fast enough right? You're nine times as likely to get them to take a tour if you follow up in the first five minutes. And actually now for us, we're saying the first two minutes, we want to touch, we want to reach out to them and touch them in the first two minutes. While they're still thinking about it, they might even still be on your website. And that is going to put you in the in the driver's seat um, with that lead, right? Um, in a perfect world, by the way, a lot of people are like, Oh, we want to do all of our follow up manually. Right, you want to be very personalized. That's great, but in a, but if, if you've got a big enough staff, and someone can handle that, and and someone else is handling the actual tours, that's great. Most of you though are struggling for staff right now, so you've got to do what you have to do to get that speed up, right? Because yeah. they're probably on average looking at six to eight different communities. And if you reply fastest and you reach out and you begin that conversation, you're going to, you're going to put yourself in a much, much better chance to succeed. Yeah. And, and I think you either mentioned about Amazon and Google on the last episode, talking about reviews, uh, you may have mentioned them here too, but, um, Amazon, whenever we order something online, if it's not available, for next day shipping, I mean, they've pretty much trained our brains to look at anything beyond next day shipping is like, that's a little slow. And so all of the leads that are coming in, they order on Amazon just like you do. They probably have Prime. They get things next day. And when they are making one of the most important decisions of their life and at a time that's very stressful and they reach out to you for information and you don't get back to them right away, when that's what they're used to when they order a pair of socks on Amazon, socks is always my example. I don't know why, but I just go back to socks. Then I like a good pair of socks. Then they're going to look at you and think, well, either they don't have their act together or they're just too busy for me and I'm going to go elsewhere. Speed is absolutely critical because we are so used to speed when we're shopping for anything else.
And when someone says the word automation, what do they immediately think? They think, oh, you're losing the personalization. You're losing the creativity that comes with the follow-up. We're, we're not, right. We're not here to say that you can just use follow-up and get someone from contact to move in. We're not saying that at all. Um, what we are saying is that you can automate parts of your follow-up and that automation can be very personalized. It, it can be very creative. And the only reason you automate, right, is two things. Number one, speed. And number two, to make sure things don't fall through the cracks, right? Yep. Make sure leads don't get left behind. Uh, I know I've seen uh, our good friend, Julie Potowitz, She she has put the numbers together that most senior communities on average lose 43% of their opportunities from poor follow-up. So if you're talking yep. about, hey, we, we, we can't really spend a whole lot more on ads, this is the biggest opportunity for improvement in your community is to improve your follow-up. And to improve your follow-up, you have to have the right automation. Like you, We can debate this if you want, but we do not make, we do not make decisions with our partners based on emotions or opinions. We base it on data, we base it on actual statistics, and we are looking at these numbers, and I am imploring you, I'm begging you, please trust us on this. Like, <laughs> this is going to make your life so much easier, especially in a time when turnover is so crazy, right? You may get someone trained on how to follow up with these leads, and then a week later, they take a job somewhere else for another dollar an hour, right? Or $2 an hour or whatever. It is crazy right now for staff. Uh, and so I just would, would absolutely implore you once again, you have to have automation as part of your follow-up process. If you have questions on that, reach out to us. We're happy to show you how we do it. Um, but speed is number one. The second thing is frequency, right? So you got to be fast and you got to be frequent because you're nine times as likely to book a, book a tour if you follow up in the first five minutes or less. But... 50% of people end up choosing the last person they spoke with. So that means you got to be first and you got to be there often. You got to be back in front of them, right? And so, um, especially in this top, still the top half of the funnel. So we've got the traffic now. We're getting them into the middle where we book a tour and we start to close. That part right there, you have to, it, you, you have to make way more contact with them than you think. Uh, and so yeah. if you're honest, you probably follow up with somebody what what's the average like three to five times three to six times yeah somewhere in there right you really need about 20 to 22 and again in a perfect world you got all these people and they can they can reply to emails and texts and call them and all that but let's deal with reality in 2022 you're stretched thin you gotta have automation so that you're following up and they don't fall through the cracks right yeah. if you're not following up they're going to go somewhere else that is and that's just the truth of the matter. Yeah. And this is this is a long sales process, right? This isn't like, oh, I ran out of toothpaste. I'm going to go to the store and buy a new toothpaste. And I stand there for a minute and pick out my brand and I buy it and I'm done. This is an incredibly important decision. They're going to look at multiple communities. And depending on your, like a lot of it depends on level of care too, right? If it's independent living, it may be even longer. It may be a year to two year process for some people. If, if it's memory care, it's going to be shorter. But the, the reality is that it's, I mean, anywhere from 60 to 90 days, six months, 12 months, somewhere in there, that's your sales 
process. It's going to look different for everybody. So that's why you have to have a system in place and know, okay, I need to follow up with every person in my pipeline for this many times after their initial tour. And that needs to be automated. You need to have reminders and all of that telling you what to do. And again, this is just to get them to book a tour, right? We're not having the conversations with them for, for days and weeks at a time of answering questions and going, no, we're just automating, getting them to book the tour part. Right. And there, there is, uh, I can show you case after case of this absolutely working so much, so much better. Uh, the other thing too is the longevity, like you said. Humans are just that. We're human. We don't like the feeling of rejection at all. No one does, right? So even the best salespeople probably operate this at 70 to 80% as far as not quitting too soon. Not thinking, oh, well... I've called them for three weeks. I've, I've, I've hit them up 20 times. They're just not interested. You keep going until they say no, right? And even after they say no, you check back a month later. You check back a week later, whatever you want to do. But you still have that, you know, that touchback. You know, we have some of our partners that some, you know, the family may choose a different community. That's great. Guess what? We're going to drag them into a different follow-up that in 45 days, we're just going to check on them. Hey, Luke. This is Dallas. Just was thinking about you and your family. Wanted to make sure everything was going all right for you. You know what happens with that message? 10 to 15% of the time, we get a text message back that says something like, I'm so glad you reached out. Um, we, I think we made the wrong decision. Uh, yeah, mom's not happy. I mean, this, this has happened with my family, right? Where they made made a decision in the first two or three months. You know, maybe the, the person that... that they dealt with during their move in left the company they don't like the new people maybe the food isn't as good as they thought it would be maybe they whatever the reasons we all know that people hop around right and so having that follow-up as well i know it's not really what we're talking about in the funnel today but all of this is connected right the fortune is in the follow-up and you have to be fast you have to be frequent not just up here but all the way through even to the nose right um, again, can you do that manually? Sure. But you're going to need a big team. You're going to need a lot of organization. And that is why, you know, again, we, we don't deal in emotion. We don't deal in opinions. We deal in facts. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that when you have the right automation, you're going to win. Period. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I think there's been hopefully a lot of great takeaways in this podcast episode, here's my last thing I would say about follow-up. And this is, this is just kind of like a, a follow-up tip that I learned. And it is an absolute game changer for me. When you follow up with someone and let's say you're going to call them, if you call them and it goes to voicemail, hang up and call them again, right then. Like, don't, I'm not saying, I'm not saying call them in the call, wait five minutes and call again. I'm saying call immediately after. What are you going to say, Dallas? Because we, this is the, this is the, uh, this is the objection that we get when we tell people this, because they think, oh no, I'm, I'm going to be bothering them. No, yeah, you're going to bother them. No, you're not bothering them. They reached out to you for, to solve a problem. So yeah. you are there to solve their problem. But this is what you say. If they, and, and Luke, by the way. 
of all the times you've done this, and I got to tell y'all, Luke is the best prospector I've ever known. Like he doesn't care about the nose. This is why he's really good at booking tours for our, our partners that, we, that we, when we do it for you. Um, but when you call them back to back like that, how many times have, has someone been like upset that you called them back to back? Never. Never. No one has ever said that. In fact, I called someone back to back and the person answered and I, you know, was doing my, I don't remember who it was for, but you know, this is Luke with so-and-so, you know, I, you reached out, wanted to follow up. And she said, Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm at my, you know, I'm at my sister's graveside service. And I was like, okay, I will, I'll call back. I'm so sorry. Bye. But that goes to, she, yeah, she answered. And then I, I called her back later and got, got connected with her. But that just goes to show that if you call someone back to back, just mentally, they see like, Oh, this, this must be important. And if you're thinking like, Oh, they're going to get mad that I'm calling back to back and I'm, and it hasn't happened to me. I'm not saying it will never happen to you. It probably will happen to me, but that's, it's not like you're going to find like, Oh, 50% of the people get mad about that. That's not the case. Well, and here's what you tell them in the event. They do get upset. You say, look, I'm so sorry to call you back. I accidentally hung up without leaving a voicemail and I just wanted to leave you a voicemail. But now that I got you, is it a good time to chat? Blah, 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 blah. You just keep going, right? And and again, these calls are not meant to be 20-minute, 30-minute, 40-minute calls. These are just meant to be one to three minutes. Very basic introduction. Love to have you come in and check out our community. Blah, 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 right? Luke's, Luke's got the script down better than Luke is Luke is the call guy, right? But... Um, so again, you, you really need to have it automated. And the other beauty to this part of the follow-up is, you know, Julie is going to share with us on the next couple of episodes and really talk about discovery. This is where discovery can start, right? So one of the things that we do is um, when, when we are talking to someone, once we get the tour booked, then we can send them information and say, hey, you know, uh, Louise, uh, you know, I would really like to make sure that we make the most of your time on our tour this week. So would you mind if I get a little information from you before you guys get here so I know what you're really, what you're wanting? And and, and we can start to get some information from them to, so that you can personalize and customize the tour for them on their visit, which I'm not going to steal Julie's thunder. Uh, we've already recorded that podcast. That's the next episode. There's some great stuff in there, um, but you, you'll, you, I'll reiterate it though that that the entire sales funnel, from traffic to move in, okay, you always need to be discovering more about your prospects and their family, and you, and the way you do that is you always listen and you look for clues, right? So. On the next episode, we're going to talk about that. How do, how do you get the right information so you can give the better tour? And then how do you continually follow up after the tour to get them in for a deposit? Because yep. the, the biggest travesty that we see is that, and Julie talks about this all the time, you typically don't lose families to another community. You lose them to staying home because we didn't do a good enough job of explaining the value they're gonna get from your community. 
And so when you understand that and you really focus on here's how we're going to solve your problem, here's how we're going to make your life better, and you make it very clear to them so it's easy for them to understand that, your, your, your business is going to skyrocket, your, your community is going to be healthier, your residents are going to be happier, your, your, the residents' families are going to be more happier with what you're, what you're doing for them. Um, and it really, truly becomes a win-win-win for everybody involved. And that's what we're here to help you do. So just to wrap all of this up, if you follow up with speed, and if you follow up with speed frequently, you will turn more leads into book tours. And that's that's a fact. And that's that's really, I mean, that's very simplified, but that's all that there is to follow up in, in just general terms. And to recap the funnel so far, you're not going to book tours without traffic. And you're not going to convert traffic into tours without following up with them. So that's where we are in the funnel so far. Next step, how do you give the how do you, how do you give good tours? How do you turn those tours into move-ins? Make sure you check out the next episodes with our good friend Julie Potowitz. She is a rock star. Uh, if you haven't read her book, uh, you can read that uh, as well. It's called Solving the Occupancy Puzzle. Great book. Everybody should read it in senior living sales, um, even not in sales, just to understand how it works, the numbers you got to track, all that good stuff. So. Join us next time, Luke. As always, been a pleasure, uh, and we will we'll see you next time. All right, sounds good.